Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Droppe Gaming. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 72 of the Drop Bear Gaming Podcast. Uh, you are having in your ears today, whenever you've been listening to this, uh, me, Lucas, BQ410, and I've got my brother here, as per usual. How are you, Matt? Oh, living the dream. I'm on Absolutely. holiday. Absolutely. There you go. Doesn't happen very often. No. So, we, um, it's the 29th of December. There's two days left of 2014. We leave shit late. So we are doing our Game of the Year podcast. Yeah, and a little bit of a, uh, a, a quick thing on that is the fact that um, we really only have been playing mostly um, PSN games, really. PS4. Play, yeah, PlayStation games. Um, I've had a go at a couple of, of the X-Bone games, um, but because I don't own the console, I don't own any of these games. So I've had a bit of a go of some of them. Uh, I'm not sure about yourself, Matt. You've played on the Vita. Um, and maybe iOS, that's about all really, isn't it? So unfortunately, we don't have a full uh, game of the year list. Ah, well, same as usual. Yeah, pretty much. We can only talk about the games that we've actually played, and most of them are PS4 games. So, so suck it up. If you don't like it, yeah, better tough, press stop. Tough bickies. Well, don't press yeah. stop. You can still listen. You're just going to be disappointed. <laughs> Very true. So if you enjoy yeah. being disappointed by listening to our podcast, yeah. which I'm sure most people are most of the time, <laughs> um, then, uh, yeah, keep keep going. It's so like anyway. a, you're like an orphan at Christmas. <laughs> Oh, nasty. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, it is Christmas, obviously, um, and we've also had that big uh, outage on yeah. the networks, which is a bit of a pain in the ass for all the people who just got a new console or a new game or whatever and couldn't do anything with it. Really shitted me off anyway. Yeah, they. Um, so it was Lizard Squad, the, in quotation marks, hackers... <laughs> who hacks yeah it doesn't actually take hacking skills to do a denial of service attack on a server so but they're teaching everybody something so that's kind of a useful thing to be able to <laughs> and do yeah they were teaching people what douchebags do <laughs> exactly they, one of them uh cleverly did an interview with sky news where he showed his face so yeah. he's probably gonna get his ass kicked but um sniped he basically said that their reason for doing it was to uh, to show the security flaws <laughs> in because it wasn't just PSN; it was Xbox Live as well. It was to show the flaws in their security because they don't they make so much money off people, but don't use it to upgrade their security. Except that denial of service attacks are like supremely hard to stop oh, or to course. to defend against. So. Um, basically, they're a bunch of dicks. Oh, and they said, um, we're doing everyone a favor because now the kids who can't play their games have to spend time with their family because they should be spending time with their family anyway or something, not playing video games at Christmas. This does yeah. not take into account all of the people who got given consoles for Christmas <laughs> and whose parents spent... $600 of their hard-earned money on a system to see their 
child's smile on Christmas Day and then had it fucking ruined because of some pretentious, self-righteous douchebags. <laughs> but anyway, you know. Yeah, fair enough. Simple mistake to make. Yeah, yeah. And I hope those kids all learned their lesson. Yeah, I hope it wasn't in vain because <laughs> that would be even worse. Mate, I spent my time on Christmas with family and it sucked. <laughs> <laughs> I've, I spent most of my time with family just being pissed off at the fact that it uh, wasn't working. Yeah. So I hated them even more. Yeah, exactly. You know, yeah. someone said, I saw a comment from someone where they basically said, you know, I spend 364 other days of the year, you know, spending time with my family and stuff like that. And I wanted my child to enjoy their present. Yeah, but that's right. if you were in a family where you don't spend time with the family for 364 other days of the year, then the PSN going down for one day on Christmas Day is not going to change that family no, being right. broken. Yeah. So, and what about all the poor people who have no families? You know, you mentioned an orphan on Christmas. They have no families. Their family's online. Oh, Could man. Be, you know, so many their people. Their destiny crew. I saw a guy say, um, all of you whingers should stop complaining because what about the people who don't even get to celebrate Christmas? And I was like, oh, okay, so because some people don't get to celebrate Christmas or don't have family to spend Christmas with, that means everyone else should have their Christmas plans ruined? Yeah. Yeah, okay, cheers. Yeah. D-bags. <laughs> Anyway, so... <laughs> but anyway, so that was that, and it did affect all network play, basically, except for computers, really. Yeah, people uh, were like, oh, Steam's still working. <laughs> yeah, I thought that was pretty funny. It actually really made me go a couple of times to the Steam sale and just have a look through the shitty games that they were trying to sell me. Uh, I just Again. turned on my PS4s to see if it would connect and then went back to sleep. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, well, hopefully you all got... Great gaming-related presents for Christmas. And if not, just buy them yourself. Because they're probably... I mean, if you're a child listening to this, probably don't. Probably wouldn't, yeah. <laughs> so you to all you adults off. out there, <laughs> just buy the things you want. Don't. Yeah. Christmas is dodgy. Well, a lot of people get gifts, gift cards, things like that. Um, yeah, that's true. I got an EB Games gift card. Yeah, so. there you go. So you might find this useful, you know, if you've got a, a PS4 um, and you're going to listen to the game of the years. We're going to give a bit of a, a, a reason for them as well. So hopefully you've... Oh, that might be a spoiler. Cut that out later. Um, the what? <laughs> I said we're going to give reasons for our game of the years, which might be a spoiler of the show. Might wreck what's happening later. Oh, okay. That's the big reveal. Yeah. Um, anyway. <laughs> Jeez. Oh, glad I explained that. Um, <laughs> it's good listening so far. So anyway, um, what we've been playing recently. So it's been a couple of weeks since we recorded. Um, and yeah, I guess, you know, we have been playing a few games. Um, I, I've been playing Destiny since the expansion came out. Um, yeah, not me too. as not as much as I was playing previously, um, but yeah, I mean it, it just added a few levels and it didn't add add very much. I was pretty nah. disappointed with yeah. it to be honest. I don't know if we talked about it in the last episode, but um, no idea. Yeah, it's there could have honestly there could have been a bit more meat to it. Yeah, there's like what two replayable missions and then two strikes, one of which is. PS and exclusive 
the undying mind or whatever that is, which is kind of a not that good of a strike. Oh, and then the new raid, which we haven't had a chance to do yet. No, no, being the time of year that it is, it's uh, you know, it, it's not that easy to get the crew together. Yeah, everyone's busy. One of our guys had his PS4 die. That doesn't help. It, it kept spitting out his disc. <laughs> Every oh. time he'd put a disc in it, would just spit it back out again. So Probably toast in it. Had to get the toast out first. Yeah. Mm. Um, <laughs> well, I've been playing, uh, obviously, more Dragon Age Inquisition because that game is fantastic. And GTA Five on the PS4 I've been really getting into and enjoying. And I've started playing GTA Online, which is actually really quite good. Fine. Yeah, it actually added a few extra things to it, which I was surprised. I watched you play for a little bit yesterday. And, yeah, it just adds a few little extra touches, like buying your apartments and, you know, yeah. going I mean, in there and whatever. That was on the three, PS3 and 360 versions as well, but I never got around to really getting into it because, I mean, as fun as it is, it's way more fun if you have other people to play with because whereas in Destiny you can kind of run with random people, Mm. In GTA Online, if you run into random people, they're more likely to just shoot you in the face. <laughs> yeah, it's a fight straight away. Yeah, but anyway, so, I mean, that's pretty much what I've been playing. I've played a few PSN games. But... It was pretty funny to watch that last night, just on that um, GTA Online. There was just a group of people, and you ran in there and, and died pretty quickly. Cause yeah, because there was like you know... 15 cop cars as well. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But the hospital was like right around the corner. So you respawned at the hospital and then oh, no, you basically just ran down the street and there it was. Yeah, it doesn't respawn you at the hospital. It just respawns you like around the corner from where you died. So that way... Oh, okay, there you go. That so way, if you get into a, a sort of death match free for all in the free roam like that, you don't get spawned 100 miles away. You can yeah. get back into the action really quickly. Oh, that was good. I thought that was just a... a place that someone had kind of run around a corner and gone, hey, there's another dude, and then started a fight, and then obviously yeah. other people spawned into it and so on and so on. The downside of it is that every time you die, you lose some of your ammo, and you lose money as well, which um, you can store your money in the bank and you can't lose it, and you can do that anyway. You just open the internet on your phone in the game, log on to the bank website, and you just click deposit, and you can deposit all your cash, so that way you won't lose it when you die, but it is frustrating if mm. the other person that you're trying to kill keeps killing you because eventually you have no ammo left. <laughs> yeah, that kind of sucks. Yeah. You try to makes it hard to fight. Run up and try to punch him while he scopes you. <laughs> sniper from ages yeah. away. But anyway, what else but have yeah, you been playing? Um, uh, Lara Croft and the Temple of Osiris, uh, which I thought was Osiris, but I think in the game it said Osiris. Osiris. Yes. Oh, be serious. Um, <laughs> Osiris. Yeah, that could be it. Anyway, yeah. how's that? Aussie Rise. Um, it's actually pretty good fun. Um, it has up to four-player co-op, doesn't it? Or is yeah. it two-player? Uh, I know it has three, but I haven't gone to four yet. But there are four four characters in the game. Um, and it seems pretty good fun. My, son, my youngest son and I... Uh, played through the first and that was pretty good it got pretty hectic this one's got same kind of puzzle environments i suppose but some of them are even a bit more intelligent now um we actually got stuck on one and my son's six but he's extremely intelligent um and we got stuck on this one bit where we just couldn't figure out you got to try and get a like a 
boulder kind of thing onto a plate, which is around all these other different puzzles. And it just, we couldn't get it to, to work. And then eventually Oliver goes, oh, what if we try this, 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 like and plan the whole thing out. And then we went through it and it actually worked on like our second attempt. Um, so that was pretty good. But yeah, it seems fun. Like it's just a, a really good second to the original game. So pretty happy with it. Good fun so far. Going to keep playing it. Obviously, we're about maybe 50%, maybe 75%. Yeah. I don't know how many levels there are. I was pretty tempted to pick it up as well so I could jump in with you guys. Yeah. I don't know if you can do that local and online co-op together. That's why I ended up not doing it because I was like, yeah, it's risky. Yeah. I think you can, but I'm not exactly sure because I know when we do log in, um, because I've only got the two controllers, two of us will sit down and play. Uh, there is a, th- a third option there already, and then the fourth one is blacked out. So I don't know if that means that you could add another one or whatever. Who knows? Anyway. Don't know. Might have to check it out. Uh, I also played the first installment of Tales from the Borderlands. Uh, episode one is Zero Sum. Um, really good. A lot of yeah. fun. Yeah, really, really fun game. Um, Telltale, it's just uh, exactly the same as all their other games. Point and click way. adventure type thing. Yeah, yeah, and then it's got mashing bits for attacking or defending. Um, but, you know, your choices are kind of making the game as you go, um, mm. which I found really interesting because I remember in, um, uh, what was the... The game from earlier in this year, The Wolf Among Us, um, yeah. that was a really good game. I really, really enjoyed it, but it was very linear in that way. Um, your choices didn't really seem to affect the storyline all that much. Um, but this one really does seem to. It's awesome. And there's four people in the story, and their stories cross over in about three different positions just in the first chapter itself. So you actually see the reactions that you chose from one story from the opposite angle. Mm. So in later on when they cross over, it crosses to the other people and then it's leading up to another joining point in time. Um, But yeah, like every time you do it, you could make different choices and everything about it would change. So it's actually fairly intelligent the way they've done that. Uh, And it's fun, really fun. Just, you know, I mean, Borderlands itself is pretty fun. Yeah, you know, it's just stupid claptrap making funny jokes and all that kind of crap. And yeah. you know, it did get a bit annoying and a bit old, but it was still just made as a fun game. And this is very similar to it. It's pretty cool. And that's what you want. Yeah, yeah. I haven't played, obviously, their new one yet, um, the Game of Thrones. But, um, yeah, hopefully I'll, I'll get to that one at some stage. They're making a... Uh... Apparently, Telltale are teaming up with Mojang to make a, a game called Minecraft yes. Story Mode or something. Yeah, I did see a few posts on Facebook about that. Um, oh, yeah, oh, I don't know. See when it comes out, I guess. Yeah. Not to read too much of it, into it at this point. <laughs> but it wouldn't be hard for them. I mean, they, the Telltale guys have just smashed that genre. Yeah, it's really tight now. Yeah, and they've got it pretty yeah. well figured out. Oh, they do, yeah. I mean, I remember the issues with the first uh, Walking Dead, which was far from one of their first games. Um, I mean, they've been around for ages. Yeah, they did, like, Back to the Future and Jurassic yeah. Park was a bit of a hot mess. 
Yeah, could have been better, but uh, still, it, you know, it crashed a lot. But mm. when you got to play it and it worked, it was a pretty fun game. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, they've and the graphics now on them, even on the iOS, are really, really clean, and it that style of game fits perfectly with the way they do their, you know, graphics. Mm. So it's perfect. Very, very good mixture. But anyway, that was good fun. Um, and that's been pretty much it. I played a fair bit of FIFA, I guess, over Christmas while, um, you know, the networks were down. Um, but apart from that, I haven't really played a hell of a lot else. Mm. Yeah. Well, so that was a... Um Pretty uh, insane and disappointing way to finish out the year, the Xbox and PSN outage. Sure, um, but it's kind of, you know, it's been a it's been a rough year. I so I'd say, you know, with the uh, first year of the new consoles, we've had the because obviously the Xbox One and PS4 came out late November last year or yeah. mid to late November last year, so it was the tail end of 2013. So we've had the whole year of this new console now. Um, updates in the ga- in the system software, things like that. We've got the YouTube app now on PS4. Mm-hmm. You can upload straight to P- to YouTube from the um, share button. You can do that uh, share play yeah. on PS4 now. Like mm-hmm. these are all pretty awesome advances in the consoles, I guess. Yeah, for connectability and all that kind of stuff. Mm. But, I mean, to be honest, most of that is... Uh, I share play differently, I suppose, but I'm talking about more of the um, you know, the interaction with online, you know, Facebooks and YouTubes and all that kind of stuff, yeah. Twitter. Um, I mean, that kind of stuff isn't really important to me at all. Um, but, I mean, yeah, it, I guess it has the possibilities to Skype and all that kind of crap as well. So mm. what if you can do like a, a screen share? That'd be pretty cool. Well, you can do streaming. Mm. So you can live stream directly from the system to whoever wants to watch you. Yeah. I know there's a, there is a shitload of people that are into that. I think I have yeah. time for it myself. <laughs> no, that's right. Unless people want to watch me all. play. Yeah. But <laughs> I just swear all the time. Yeah, you do. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> but, I mean, it's been pretty good. We've got so many new games that are just, um, I guess, things that you couldn't see on the PS3. And that's, mm-hmm. I guess, what we're going to be talking about in this episode, all the best games of the year. So we won't yeah. go into that too much just yet. But um, Well, on that point, just before we leave it, um, I was actually thinking about going through the, the game of the year list and... The consoles, both of them really, have only really come into their straps in the last three or four months. Yeah, well, that's what, like, I think in the next year and year after that, we'll start really seeing what they're capable of because despite the fact that developers would have had the PS4 and Xbox One for a little while prior to the launch, you know, the first games that came out were pretty average Mm. for the most part and we've yeah. seen a shitload of HD remakes this year which is um, in our game of the year talk we'll obviously um, talk about a few of them yeah for sure but yeah. we haven't really seen things that really push the system I mean Infamous First Light no Infamous Second Sun came out this year and that was 
really beautiful on the PS4, you know, and uh, Uncharted 4 obviously is going to come out next year. So we're really going to start seeing what they're capable of in the next year or so. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, we look at the life of all the other consoles. You know, I mean, it took the PS3 seven or eight years to really start having amazing games. I mean, even just before its death or before the 4 came out, yeah. the PS3 was only bringing out stuff like uh, The Last of Us and... GTA uh, 5. Yeah, GTA 5, where you'd actually sit there and go, holy crap, this is amazing. Yeah. Um, and then you chuck it on the PS4 and you're just like, I didn't know this could get better. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> it's bizarre. Yeah, it is. But I mean, but, you look at that and it could take them another 10 years yeah. to really flush it out and to be like pumping at that yeah. stage. I think they'll go a lot better this time because they've got better sort Ability. of structure, infrastructure yeah. in the systems. Mm-hmm. Like the way the, that they're built and things like that. Yeah. Because obviously with the PS3, they had the cell processor, which really confused a lot of developers and and they didn't really yeah. figure out how to get the capabilities out of it until near the end. Mm-hmm. Whereas yeah, the, the new ones are a lot more like PCs. Yeah. And you look through the specs and they just look like a mediocre PC. Yeah. But so. that's the thing they... The, with um, because you know you always have the master PC master race people who are like, oh PC is better, blah 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 blah. But I think you find with consoles because the developers have these constraints, mm-hmm. they push to like the good developers like Naughty Dog and and in theory EA and Ubisoft really <laughs> push to um kind of get the most out of what they can out of the system whereas on pc i guess as a developer it's probably a lot more easy to just go well let's just raise the system specs yeah we'll do it as good as we can rather than push it rather than having efficient system uh efficient software that you're making you end up probably Mm. i don't know that's just a theory but whatever but you know we are seeing this year a lot of buggy games and that's as i mentioned in the last episode i had my little rant about it mm-hmm. um with assassin's creed unity and um even halo master chief collection had massive problems True. drive club had massive problems which are mostly fixed now but and the same i mean all of those games have been patched to fix them but it's been a rough year and you had to have a pretty big download to patch Unity, didn't you? Yeah. Well, the last one was six and a half gig. Yeah, that's insane. Most of them, the first three were 2.4, and then I left it for a while. And <laughs> the last one I had to download was six and a half gig. Wow. Which is insane. That is but insane. hopefully yeah. it's fixed now. But there's no excuse for it. I mean, they shouldn't be putting out a game that, you know, isn't fully patched until two, one or two months later. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah. you look at Drive Club, I mean, that game is excellent now, mm-hmm. but it's completely lost all of its momentum from launch. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. But um, so, I mean, the, for the for the year of 2014, it's, there's been a lot of ups and downs. Well, hopefully they start just getting used to the console more, getting used to the hardware and writing better code. Yeah. Maybe. <laughs> But anyway. You know what I think will be a really good test of the system will be The Witcher 3, which comes out early next year because CD Projekt Red, who are the um, Polish developers of the game, mm-hmm. 
they really make an effort to make their games good and they've pushed it forward. They just delayed it again recently, mm-hmm. but they came out and said the game's finished, but yeah. we're delaying it so we have more time to work on knocking out bugs. Yeah. Now, you That's have pretty nice you have know. these guys doing that strategy and then you have Ubisoft making Assassin's Creed Unity, keeping everything on the down low. It, I think it was delayed by like two weeks mm. with no explanation and then it comes out and they put review embargoes on for the day of its release, of its release, <laughs> you know, and then they just go, oh, sorry, we'll patch it, you know. Yeah. And so you've got those two extremes. It's kind of... I'm looking forward to The Witcher 3. Should I think be it'll good. be quite fantastic. But mm. anyway. Well, anyway, um, yeah, last year, Game of the Years were GTA 3 and The Last of Us for both of us, weren't they? Uh, yeah, I'd say so, GTA 5 and The Last of Us Yeah, for 2013. Yeah, for sure, for me. Um, and this year, it's, uh, you know, there, there's been another couple of big games. Um and like I said before, most of the big games that I have remembered playing really uh, have been in the last couple of months. Mm. Um, well, certainly in the last six months. Yeah, exactly. I mean, it's hard to remember that far back. I mean, we had things in January like South Park, The Stick of Truth, and Titanfall was in March. Yeah, true. Like, massive games that you don't even remember now. Mm. You know? But um, Well, you so- made the comment yesterday, I had to laugh, where you said uh, that um, Titan 4 was under the radar and I was like hey, it's kind of because it was a bit crap you know, like, yeah. <laughs> oh, under the radar now at the game of the year yeah. discussions yeah. yeah very true that fell off like people were like talking it up like it was amazing playing it and then after like a month they were like what I'm done with that game now yeah it had yeah, no staying power very true yeah it came out and I played it at a land for a fair few hours and then I I f- thought that was fantastic. It was great fun when there was like, you know, 15 people all in a server and, you know, you're all running around and shooting each other and whatever. Um, you know, it was it was great fun. But playing it by myself online, I just didn't enjoy it. Mm. It really lacked something and I couldn't – it was on PC too. Um, but normally that's where I play or would have played most of my shooters. Mm. Early at the you know, start of this year. But anyway, except well, Battlefield 4. Yeah, which I I think I bought that and never, ever played it. I've got <laughs> a downloadable version on my PS4. <laughs> well, my and, console came with it and I played it like three times. Yeah, I think nah. we played it here on my PS4, I think. And we were yeah, just we like, did. Because it, that was back when it was broken as fuck. Yeah. And yet another buggy game, you know, from mm. DICE who are pretty you know, they're pretty awesome yeah they mean i mean that's the, that kind of thing and that's their me. bread and butter well they they're doing star wars battlefront which is due for release holiday next year so end of 2015 we'll see how that goes but um hopefully they don't pull a battlefield with it because even battlefield 3 had some problems at launch yeah. well i'm not even looking forward to um the, what's the new one coming out? Battlefield Cops and Robbers? Hardline. Hardline, that's, that's right. That's early next year too, I think first quarter. Yeah, March which, I mean, I, I got, was it the beta I played of that or the alpha? Um, and that was solid as, like that was a really good solid, you know, distribution of that game. Um, but yeah, it just 
I don't know. I wasn't that interested in it. There's something that I didn't like about it. Um, but anyway, maybe it was just because it was so small and you know, at the time, hopefully when the, the full release comes out, it's going to be kick-ass. Mm, yeah, well, I mean, we'll, we'll soon find so. out. It won't be too far away. Yeah, very true. Yeah. But um, for our Game of the Year discussion, we've actually... Um, we'll probably just go through... We've got a list here. You've got four games. I've got five games in my list to talk yeah. about. Um, I've kind of broken mine up into, obviously, the game of the year pick, the game I most played, which isn't game of the year, my most underrated game, and my favorite HD remake of the year because I don't want to count HD remakes in game of the year because, obviously, they came out before. Yeah, but that's right. I think that they certainly deserve a, a mention. For sure. Considering how many there were. But um, do you want to kick it off? Oh, I'll kick it off because i got five. So right. um, I'll start with... Uh, actually, one of these games is we both played, so we'll save that for second last, I think. But um, I'll start with most underrated. I mentioned before Drive Club. Uh, when that first came out, I played a bit of it single-player, obviously, because the multiplayer service didn't work at all. Yeah. And they removed a lot of the functionality to help get it working. And even then it was not working. Um, it had a lot of bugs, but with a progress progression of patching, as with Unity, um, over the past few months, it's been um, fixed up. We've, we still haven't seen the PlayStation Plus edition of it. Yeah, so that, shame. that should be in the new year. Well, they're waiting. They came out and said, look, we're really, really sorry. We're doing our best, but we don't want to put it out until we're fucking 100% sure it'll work on our... It won't crash our servers when we get a million people trying to play it, or yeah. 5 million or 10 million people. Of course. You know? So um, I would definitely recommend for everyone out there with PlayStation 4 to pick up the PlayStation Plus edition when it comes out because the way they've patched it, it is a friggin' phenomenal game. Good, because I've been waiting for a driving game worth playing on the PlayStation. Yeah. I mean, hopefully it doesn't... I mean, we've got Gran Turismo 7 supposed to be coming out next year, mm-hmm. which will knock it off. Yeah. But um, hopefully they don't fucking release the PlayStation Plus edition on the month GT7 comes out. <laughs> True. But, um, I reckon well, that's it, my most underrated game for sure. And I reckon that's a, a good call because, I mean, neither of us are huge driving, like car race driving, you know, game phenomenal at anything really in them. You know, like, <laughs> I can't even talk proper. What? Um, proper? Yeah. But uh, <laughs> that was the idea. Anyway. Um, I mean, we've played I, some other racing like, games this yeah, year. Yeah, I do like a driving game every now and again. I used to love playing Forza, you know, on the Xbox. Yeah. You know, you'd just jump on, you'd have a quick few laps just for fun. It was great. Um, and it's really a, a genre that's been lacking Yeah, at it this has point. been a bit neglected this year. I mean, we've got the the um, the crew, which came out recently, which we neither of us really liked. No. I just no, didn't I... like the feel of the cars. Yeah, exactly. I just thought they didn't drive very well. The mistakes, even tiny mistakes, just punished you straight away. Yeah. Um, and I find that, you know, whether it's a sim or an arcade, whatever, there still has to be some kind of fun enjoyment side of it. And 
don't know, maybe I just have to explore more. But, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I put a few hours into it and it just kind of bored me. I didn't want to keep playing, but anyway, and so that's then, not on the list. I mean, what a, there hasn't really been anything else this year. I mean, Need for Speed, most was it Most Wanted? No, um, no. Rivals, Need for Speed yeah. Rivals. That came yeah. out late last year. There hasn't been a new Need for Speed this year. No, not on that. There hasn't been really any... I think it's just the crew. I mean, okay, Drive Club is not anywhere near the level of Forza. So I don't want to be like saying that's my most underrated game. It's a really awesome driving game. And then have people be like, oh, Forza's way better. Because obviously Forza is a series that's been going for ages. It's proven and they keep improving it. Yeah. Whereas Drive Club, even though it's by Evolution, who made the MotorStorm series, mm-hmm. it's a complete departure because yeah. it's it's really quite different. It's a whole got the online functionality with um, challenges and and racing against your friends and all that kind of stuff, all integrated into it. Um, it kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, what was that other racing game last year, The Grid Two. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Elements of it remind me of that, but um, I definitely think Drive Club is the most underrated game of the year for me, for sure. Oh, there you go. Oh, that's a nice one for him. Um, a game that I guess uh, I've enjoyed. I didn't get to play a hell of a lot of it, but I got to watch most of the story of it because a mate of mine was playing it. Um, Alien Isolation. I actually really enjoyed the um, the atmosphere. Like I, I watched the first movie when I was young, you know, and I've grown up with aliens movies being a part of you know my existence at the same time. Like they're awesome movies, and I love them. And the first one wasn't to me by far the best of them. I think number two was better. But if for grittiness and just for that real. I don't know, struggle to survive. Like, that was fantastic. They yeah. did a really good job of that. Um, and this emulates a lot of that. Um, it has that feel to it. Like, everything's gritty. Um, all of the computer monitors and all the, you know, computer stuff is all, like, kind of early 80s, late 70s yeah. kind of tech. Like, everything was just so well done. They did a really beautiful job of it. Um I did think that the aliens themselves were kind of a bit cheesy looking in the game. Um, But I think they just did that so that they did stand out a little bit more. Um, But yeah, for, for atmosphere and for the story, you know, fitting it into that universe, like they did a really good job of that. Um, And it was just really fun. Like it was a very cinematic kind of thing. Like there was a lot of, chatter over the the airwaves there was noises going on um you know it was just really well done so i guess that's that's another one for me um one of the things i heard about alien isolation was um that it was actually kind of too long yeah i i didn't i suppose i might have even missed little parts of it but i think the length of it for me came in when you were just really slowly grinding forward yeah because there's a lot of that like there's a lot of shit happening and there'll be things that'll jump out or not jump out on the screen but like shadows that duck away and you know just hearing the footsteps of something but you know and a lot of it's 
like that. Like there's a lot of sneaking and all that kind of stuff. And I think because of the how good they they made the sound and the atmosphere and all that kind of stuff, you did that really slowly. Mm. So to progress through some parts, you know, in a way, just took a lot longer. That would just kind of be draining. I feel like. I mean, a game like that, you need to have finish up at like eight to ten hours. Yeah. Whereas yeah, I think Alien Isolation went for something somewhere near twenty hours, which is way too fucking long. Yeah, it's I don't know about standard for most games nowadays. Yeah, but not like, for shooters. Most shooters you yeah. find it less than ten, and true, like or even less. Some even I just <laughs> think like. Th- sort of um, suspenseful horror games like that, you really don't want them going on too long because it's really mentally draining and then you just it find is. yourself losing yeah. interest. Yeah, it depends. It depends. I mean, the, I think the way it kept me was the fact that it was so realistic to that you know, yeah. movie. And I think for a lot of people, it wouldn't be on their game of the years for that reason. But for me, because it, it did you know, draw me in and keep me there. Mm. Um, you know, the, the times when I actually were, when I was playing the game, um, it was intense and the controller like, you know, shaking in your hand and, you know, it was really draining in that way. Um, but at the same time, I kind of enjoyed those moments too. They've certainly, um, they've certainly added, they've, they've made a, a lot better effort with yeah. the franchise than previous the games. Last one. Yeah. yeah. It did save it in a lot of ways. So that is good. Yeah. I mean that last one destroyed it. But anyway. So that that's probably and these are in no order by the way. Um that's just probably my game of the year for atmosphere. I think they did a good job. Excellent. Yeah. What do you got next? Uh next for me. Uh, I've lost the bloody document. There it is. <laughs> uh, uh, I'll do my HD remake next. My favorite HD remake. So I played this year. I played a lot of them. I played Tomb Raider. I played Sleeping Dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, Last of Us. The, the upgraded version of The Last of Us. All excellent games. I mean, Tomb Raider was a bit... Um, it was a bit too soon. I mean, it only came out in 2013. <laughs> yeah, true. Systems. I mean, The Last of Us did as well, but The Last of Us was a fucking magnificent game. Yeah. Tomb Raider was a decent game as well, but... Not in the same... Yeah. I, yeah. I like the idea of The Last of Us getting an HD remake because it allows for people who didn't buy the PS3 to play it again. The same as like Flower, and I think Journey is going to get remade for the PS4 in the new year. And um, whereas Tomb Raider was on both systems so mm. and PC, so if you wanted to play it, you probably already played it. Sleeping Dogs was one that kind of went under the radar for a lot of people, so I'm glad that got an HD remake. I didn't... I finished it on PS3 eventually, but um, to get to play through it again on PS4 with all the DLC included was fucking awesome. That game yeah. was really well done. But... The number one HD remake for me for 2014 was definitely GTA V because, um, like I've said on the podcast previously, that I thought before it came out, I thought, you know, if anyone's going to do an HD remake well, it'll be G- uh, Rockstar mm. because they don't fuck around. No, that's right. And 
they added in the whole first person mode, which which was awesome. It could have just been tacked on, but they made it like as if that was a and a part of the game from the beginning, you know, that they meant to put in. You know, you had your phone where you pull it out and it's your hand holding it. Yeah. You know, and you can take selfies and you get the proper first-person view. All the interiors of all the cars are all different. Mm-hmm. They really put a lot of effort into it. Yeah, they um, did a really good job. Even just graphically, it was friggin' fantastic. And on PS3, it was magnificent anyway, so... um. Yeah, no, I agree. It um, it was a fantastic original. So the improvements that they made to make it, you know, a HD remix, I think they did a great job. Oh, it's just fantastically done. I mean, they they mm. even added a hun- like a hundred new songs or something to the radio stations. Yeah, that's detail, which just is adding extra detail. You know, so you you're not even. Because obviously, when you play a game like that, you probably hear the same fucking songs over and over and get sick of it. Whereas, with them having added more than a hundred songs, you get just all these new things that you haven't heard before. Mm. So. And it's kind of weird that because it, as you're, you know, driving around and the radio is just on, you know, it would kind of add new context to what you're seeing in a way you know like you'd expect because i listened to the radio on that game for hours you know and i thought it actually got to the end of it i was starting to think all right well i'm getting kind of over most of these channels but there'd be times when i'd just get one of the dudes to turn the radio on and i'd just either be in a house listening to the radio or in the car listening to the radio and i'd just park off the side and just listen to the crap they were talking about some of the the talkback radio and all that kind of stuff was awesome on it. Just funny. As opposed to a more recent game, which has its radio station, but it's just repeated at almost, you know, one in five times that you get into a car, it's the same thing being talked Mm. about. So adding all of those extra songs and all that kind of stuff would just add so much more depth. And as you're listening, it kind of, Obviously, it doesn't change what you're looking at, but it changes the experience of driving around. Oh, man. That game is just fantastic. But anyway, yeah, I, I guess I didn't play a lot of uh, remixes or remakes during the year. Um, I do want to get my hands on um, Metro, give that a crack, uh, but don't really know if I want to buy it again because I own it yeah. on everything. So, I got it digitally, and um, I have never finished it on any system. <laughs> yeah, oh, I'm the same. Yeah, neither have I. I've got it on yeah Steam and on PS3 and on Xbox on disc. Yeah. I think I got the first one, um, but yeah, I just don't know if I want to buy it again and never play it. So. They did. They did a quite good job on that too. I forgot to mention that one. Um, they definitely put in the effort mm. with the Redux of Metro. Because um, not only did they upgrade the the newer one, or was it Last Light? They did uh, 2033 yeah. again, which was a fairly old game. Mm. And um, and they changed up the controls or the um, just the mechanics of the game had slight little tweaks that was in, were in Last Light. But yeah, which were so when they made Last Light, obviously they improved on the mechanics of 2033, mm-hmm. and so when they did the HD upgrade, 
they put those new mechanics into the older game as well. Which is a good touch. Yeah, which, mm. I mean, on that's where you look at things like Tomb Raider and Sleeping Dogs, which are kind of just pissed in. Yeah. They're like the exact same fucking game. A slight, age, a slight graphical improvement. I mean, um, Sleeping Dogs was good because they had so much DLC for that game, which you got included. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Yeah, that's kind of handy. Um, yeah, Metro Redux was actually really good. Whether or maybe just wait till it's on on sale. I mean, it's on sale at the moment. It is, yeah. It's still thirty bucks, I think. Or that's not bad for two like games, that. though. Yeah, I know for those two games as well. They're not too bad. Um, but what anyway, else, what else have you got? Um, a pretty obvious one, I suppose, um, would be FIFA. Yeah. Playing playing FIFA this year, the improvements have been drast no drastic like, drast drast they've been draft drastic um <laughs> but uh yeah i mean it was it's always been a great game um but the changes for this year again were just beautiful like the ability to kick goals and have you know a goalie make a mistake or get to the ball but not get to it so that it didn't fully block it you know um i thought that was an awesome touch it actually made it so more so much more realistic in a lot of ways um i mean sure there's parts of it that are frustrating still and there's parts of it that you know i complain about and swear at and all that kind of crap um but they did another great job of fifa it's it's going to continue to be an amazing game and probably a game that I spend a lot of time playing. So I think, yeah, thumbs up for the sports game of the year for me, for sure. Um, yeah. Um, I played MLB The Show, played that a fair bit. Oh, and NBA as else. well. NBA, yeah. Um, and MLB was okay but boring as shit because um, all you do is either press a button to throw it into a certain spot on the screen that you choose. Didn't you or... play Don Bradman cricket as well this year? Yeah, I played Don Bradman as well, yeah. and that was fucking horrendous. <laughs> See, the <laughs> thing with MLB is if you're not a major baseball, major league baseball fan, <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. you're not going to fucking enjoy it. It's a niche game. It's the yeah, same it as cricket. If you had, I mean, even if Don Bradman wasn't fucking trash. Yeah. No offense to the sir. But, yeah, um, exactly. If that game was better, and then you handed it to an American person, they'd probably be like, "This is shit." Is this? Regardless yeah. of how good the game is. Exactly. Yeah, but so. I mean, it, I don't know. Baseball is very much just that. You know, like the screen gives you a small window to throw your ball into, and you press X to do it, and you press a direction whether you want it to be a curveball or a yeah. fucking whatever. Well, it's all about um, strategy. I mean, I know people yeah. who actually play baseball like for the brisbane bandits i think they're called bandits yeah. yeah and um they bloody love mlb the show yeah you know well i mean it is a very beautiful game and it it plays really well for what it's doing but i just don't yeah i just don't enjoy the lack of interaction with it yeah um oh. uh and nba nba was okay but you know certainly not on the level that fifa is yeah, so. I've been tossing up about FIFA 15, whether or not I should buy it. Um, because despite having owned it for every year for as long as I can remember, <laughs> yeah, um, 
I just love getting onto it and every year just start a season and play as a character that I make myself and it's just game after game and you'd think that mm. would get boring and I suppose for some people it does but man oh man I can just do that every year just start a yeah. season play through what for one or two teams and then I've got my fill and after yeah. that to- amount of time you know you've played it oh, including playing like couch games against mates yeah that's you end right. up putting so many hours into it that mm. you can't really say it's not worth the purchase well that's true yeah very true and yeah. i mean the, the beauty of it is that you've got that option to sit down and play with a mate on the couch or up to seven mates on the couch kind of thing yeah um and then you've got like the ability to jump online or just completely ignore everyone else and play it by yourself yeah. or you can and, do fifa ultimate team yeah and you can do mm-hmm. that with i mean they keep improving that every year yeah. and although that is a, a microtransaction system you can play it to your heart's content without ever making a without separate purchasing. purchase yeah and again you can play that against people online or just by yourself if you want and just yeah. work on your ultimate team mm-hmm. and you know there's just so much depth in fifa 15 yeah. And, and just the FIFA series in general, every time, like you were saying, there's still things that make you really pissed off. I mean, every time they bring out a new game, mm. they make slight changes that make it, you know, just, just try like, and balance a tiny little bit more. Really nice touches where, yeah. like the goalkeeper thing was the main thing in FIFA 15. And then you get certain things that just piss you off as well, yeah. like things that are buggy. Yeah, exactly. And then they'll fix that next year and there'll be something else because you want it to That's be right. perfect. Yeah, perfect, yeah. yeah. As much as all the other parts of the game are, yeah. when something tiny happens at a very you know, tiny thing, yeah. uh, it does piss you off a lot. And it's uh, the funny thing is you can play like 15, 20 games and never have a fucking problem and then you yeah. get one little problem and you're like, <laughs> fucking game's broken. <laughs> fucking <laughs> piece of shit. Except you've just played like yeah, you know, exactly. three or four hours without it's, a problem. It's normally because you just get beaten at 90 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> they kick a goal and it's like, fucking game's broken. I hate it. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, FIFA 15, yeah. certainly. Every year, man, FIFA is just yeah. outstanding. It is, yeah, for sure. So I had to mention it. There was no way I couldn't. Yeah. All anyway, right. that, that's my sporting game. Hell yeah. So we're down to the tail end here. We've only got a couple more. We're about halfway, actually. Um, Valiant Hearts, The Great War. Amazing. I've put here for a special mention. It's not my game of the year, but it's certainly a contender. I mean, certainly for that genre, you know, like not major release. Yeah. Thing. It yeah. um, so it used uh, the UbiArt framework um, engine, I guess, that Ubisoft have made, which they made Rayman Legends with, and Rayman the Origins, last one, um, Child of Light, Child of Light. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and just f- for a cartoony game. It did such a good job of of uh, eliciting an emotional response mm-hmm. that is just yeah. something that you cannot look past. You know, yeah. in a, the ability to to do that is a sign of really great media and art, mm-hmm. and just the characters in it are well written. The story is well written. It's historical, so you can learn things while you're playing it about the you know the Great War, World War One. And um, it's kind of sneaky way to make people learn. Yeah, jerks. Put it in games. Ubisoft Jeez. are always doing that. Yeah, what's with that? Fuck, to be smarter. <laughs> but um, you know that came out on 
um, PS3, PS4, Xbox 360, Xbox One, yeah. iOS, iOS, PC as well, I think. The only one it didn't come out on so far, I think, is the Vita. I think it's even on Wii U. Wow. But um, if you have not played Valiant Hearts, I would definitely recommend you go and get it because that game is fucking magnificent. Yeah, it is. Yeah, I definitely agree with that one. Good special mention. Yep. Um, so, so we've kind of got our game of the year and then just the most played left. Yeah, so... Really? Um, we'll go most played, I reckon. Yep. Yeah. Uh, okay, so was obviously most played. If you haven't guessed it, then yeah, you're not clearly not a fan of the fucking show. <laughs> um, Destiny. <laughs> yeah, by far. Yeah. Um, which is, I don't know, well, I was talking about this with you last night, and there's not many games that I've played this much of. Um, I checked last night, and it was, what, 260 hours in-game? Um, yeah, something ridiculous. ridiculous yeah, ridiculous like, like 11 that. and a half days or something of constant play. I mean, that's retarded for me for playing games. I just don't do that kind of thing. Um, but there's something about this game. Like, I'm, I'm really fucking bored of playing it, and yet I still grind. It's driving me fucking mental. <laughs> and, you know, I'd, I'd sit on there some nights and I'll play for like five or six hours. Yeah, and obviously to get to that kind of time, I have to. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I'll just be sitting there, just like, "Fuck, I'm so sick of running this mission," or "I'm so sick of doing this," or "Shut up with your bloody narratives, you bastards!" I know I'm all off by heart, um, but yet I still do it. And then I'm just getting to that point now where they, I was waiting for the um, expansion, and then. It really didn't do shit. It hasn't changed the game at yeah, all. It it's, was it was pretty minor. I'm yeah. hoping that the next one will really step it up, but I don't think we're going to see a really good expansion until the next one along. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. And, I mean, I know Bungie are working on Destiny 2 already, mm-hmm. so I'm hoping that there'll be at least another one or two expansions for this first one before they make us buy a whole new game. Oh, I bloody hope so. I mean, you said, what, you're at 260 hours? Yeah, I'm at 180. Oh wow! And if you can not justify paying, say, 80 bucks for a game to get yeah 180, 260 hours for it, I mean, if they brought out Destiny 2, I'd fucking buy it straight away. You know, I was playing it yeah. this morning, and I was just like running, doing bounties, mm-hmm. and I did um the Black Garden, which is the final mission of this first part of the game, the main game. And I was running through and I was just killing stuff and I was thinking, man, this game is so fucking fun. And I've done this mission so many times and I'm not even bored of it. Wow. You know, I was just like, I was still, we were doing the, um, the Nightfall, which is on the, the Nexus Ishtar Sync mission on Venus, the strike. And we did that, like twice last night, yeah. <laughs> maybe three times. And then yeah, it was. Yeah. we started going through it. We got up to the end of it basically twice or three times today. Today, yeah. So we've done the same fucking thing six times in mm. l- less than 24, like 
less than and 24 hours. They were hard. Like, it would have taken us nearly half an hour per attempt yeah. at least because we nearly finished it most yeah. times anyway. Yeah. But we so. get in there and I was just like, I don't even – like, running through the same areas, like yeah. flying through Mars on my way to the Black Garden mission mm-hmm. on my little Tumblr fucking sparrow that we yeah. bought with the ex- expansion pass – <laughs> where you hold down the right trigger and move the left stick while you're in midair to do flips. And I was just doing flips and flying along, and I'm like, I've been here a fucking million times, yeah. and I just am not even bored. I don't know what it is about that game. They have done yeah. something so right with it. I know. That's the th- amazing thing. Like you, the I noticed today, like, you know, we, we walk out in that Ishtar Sink one. Um, you, you run out onto that kind of corridor ledge that's got the big drop-off on the left-hand side and there's just Vex, like 15 of them right in front of you and they just run at you and, like, start, you know, yeah. jumping towards you and all that kind of crap. And, yeah, man, like, it... I don't know. It should be boring as shit. Yeah, it's it the same be. thing where you're just killing, like, the wave after people. wave of enemies. Yeah, exactly. But you just, like... I don't know. There's something about. I don't yeah. know what the fuck. There's like voodoo on that game or something because it's <laughs> friggin' amazing fun. It now, is pretty good fun. It isn't our game of the year, but by rights, it fucking deserves to be. Yeah. Because yeah, exactly. I for, mean, for gameplay, game time, fun, enjoyment. Yeah. yeah we've has in, to be. we've yeah. loved that game so much, and I mean, the only reason that I don't pick it for my game of the year is because of the fact that it is so repetitive and stuff. And mm. the fact that the expansion didn't do as much as I would have liked, and um, like certain things, like the fact that the loot drop speeds and stuff. I mean, all this stuff that they've been patching yeah. and t- sort of tweaking since it came out. Um, it just doesn't feel like game of the year in comparison no, exactly. to what I'm going to pick. Yeah. No, me too. Yeah, but, the um, the overall enjoyment of the game that I've enjoyed the most. Yeah, is different. Yeah, so. I mean, certainly Destiny. When you're playing it with friends, it's I mean, great. there's there's not yeah. any other game that I would want to play. If someone said, "Hey, do you want to play a game with me?" I would go Destiny fucking mm. over anything, even to do strike. Like we were doing a strike playlist last night. Yeah, repeating just strike after strike that we've done a thousand times, and it's still mm-hmm. fun. To yeah, play. exactly. It's still yeah. challenging. It's like. Well, that's what I was going to say before about us doing that same strike over and over in the nightfall. We got to the point where we just knew exactly where we were running to to fight yeah. a certain thing, and then we'd move to you know, you know, I I had like a distance attack, and Matt had his bubble, so he had like a shield. Yeah. And we b- both knew that all right, these dudes are going to start to spawn soon, so I'll just throw down my special and just knock them to shit straight away. Yeah. And then, yeah, and it, I don't know, it's so repetitive in that way that everything happens at the same spot at the same time, you know, yeah. all that kind of shit. But you learn to, re- yeah. it's like we're walking through it's a strategy. You can, <laughs> you're quoting the fucking dialogue before <laughs> yeah. the guy, the little robot guy says yeah, it. Start saying because it. we've heard it so many times. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty funny, isn't it? It'll be bad when we're like in on the in our ships going to a mission, you know, when they do their little introduction yeah. to the mission. If we can quote that word for it, that's the <laughs> one you know we've got a problem. We could probably almost do it already. Yeah, we probably do. <laughs> but yeah. anyway, I mean, Destiny is, without doubt, one of the great games of the year. For sure. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't even and that... As a technical new IP, yeah, nailed. 
perfectly yeah. nailed. I think Bun- there aren't too many that just have post-launch support as well by Bungie has been. I mean, I know it's some money, fucking big money maker. Oh money, yeah, but um, there's just the the support that they've put in to even things like Iron Banner and stuff like that. The um the tournament that they run every other month or whatever. Mm. they've tweaked that each month or each time they put it in, it's, they've made it slightly different and upgraded the, the stuff you can get with it to, mm. you know, answer the feedback. You know, they're always listening to the feedback of the players and that I think it really is something that's worth um, a bit of sort of kudos for. Yeah, agreed. There's just... Mm. Yeah, I mean, Destiny is so fucking fun. I sit there, I'm bored, and I'm like, what do I want to play Destiny? And keeping in mind that the game only came out three months ago. Yeah, well, that's right. And yeah. we've already put in combined nearly 500 hours. Mm, it's insane, isn't it? Yeah. Well, uh, for me, like in direct comparison to that, which is kind of weird, but my highlight of the year, my game of the year, um, would have to be Far Cry 4. Um, I, I really liked all of the other Far Cries, really, really liked them. And I own them on fucking everything that I've ever owned. (laughs) Like I have copies of Far Cry all over the place on discs, digital, you know, consoles, PC, the whole lot. Um, and Far Cry, this one in particular was just, um, amazingly beautiful to look at just to actually be in the world that they created was fucking phenomenal it really was um and i you know there were certain parts of it that really were a bit annoying um but in a direct comparison to destiny i don't really want to go and play far cry again now that i finished it you know it it was so perfect that it's, you know, I've wrapped it back up and put it on a shelf. Yeah. Because I just remember it being great. You know, just wanting to get to that next point, just wanting to try and, you know, take places, you know, take the the um, outposts and outposts. stuff like that without being spotted. And, you know, it just gives you that ability to either, you know, go in hard and smash everybody up or you know, even <laughs> stand back and shoot an elephant and make an elephant run in there. Yeah. And then the elephant will kill everyone. Um, you know, that kind of shit is awesome. It they... had so many options, so many abilities, and then so many different guns that you could use to your own advantage to do different things. Um, yeah. was was phenomenal. And they, they yeah. really took their effort with Far Cry 3 and I really... Um, like they they fi- did the fine touches that you need in a sequel. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, and some of the the little bits that even I guess aren't gameplay related, like the things that the AI did. You know, sure the enemy were dumb. You know, they would pretty much constantly just follow the same lines as well. So you know you turn up to a place and if you got spotted or you got killed and you had to go and retake a place, they'd be in the same spots. They'd be walking the same things and, you know, all that kind of stuff. Um, but yeah, it just, it just worked so well. And, you know, having like 
uh, eagles swooping down to try and pick up lizards and you know to pick up fucking whatever yeah you know goats and shit off mountains and things like it was fucking phenomenal that is pretty awesome yeah and i actually like a couple of times you got these grappling hooks where you can you know climb up the sides of mountains and you use it a hell of a lot in the game um but i actually came to this ledge one day and there was like a an eagle's nest on the edge of this massive ledge. There's this huge cliff, you know, and I was going up to the top of it. And I just wanted to get up there. I wanted to see if I could actually get to the top of this mountain, and I could. And then there was like a big eagle's thing there, and I was like, oh, shit, I probably shouldn't be here because the eagle's going to come and kill me. (laughs) Uh, But you're constantly thinking about stuff like that. Like, I I don't know what it was, but uh, in the game, like when you're running around, even in remote parts of the, the jungle, if something is going to come and attack you, you either hear it or someone yells. And there might not be anyone around, but all of a sudden you hear, oh my God, eagle, eagle. And it's like, oh shit, there's eagles around. So you go and hide under trees and stuff. Um, or, you know, there's a tiger or something around and, you know, you hear somebody yell it randomly. But I heard this noise a couple of days ago and I don't even know what it was, but it just instantly reminded me of the sound of one of the animals in the game. I think it was like um, the rhinoceros or something when it yeah. was chewing, something like that. And I was just like, holy shit. And I had to look around. I'm like, oh, no, that's right. That was in Far Cry. <laughs> <laughs> and then but you went was... out and did a killing spree. Yeah, that's right. that's what yeah. people who play video games then do. I, I took an outpost. That's right. Yeah. But, and then beat up women. Um <laughs> <laughs> we didn't mention that in our 24 in 2014 in review year in no, review but um, fucking target can eat 10 dicks <laughs> but anyway yeah I mean for me Far Cry 4 was perfect it was the perfect Far Cry for me yeah um, you know except for like I said there was a few things that annoyed me like having to get into every single car that had a radio on and turn the radio off straight away because it like initially it was funny. The dude on the radio was funny, and as you progress through the game, he actually talks about some of the shit you're doing, um, which is pretty cool. But because driving is so big in the game to get from different place to different place, you end up doing a fair bit of it, and he ends up just repeating himself constantly, and that does become very frustrating. So you just turn the radio off, and that's done. Deals with that issue. Awesome. Um, but yeah, I mean there are little things in the game that are annoying. So for everybody, it's not going to be the game of the year. Um, and it surprised me that it was because I was actually a little bit dubious to play it based on the fact that, you know, if they didn't do the updates or the touches from three, right, it would yeah. have sucked. Yeah. Um, but no, they nailed it. They did a really good job. So that's, that's my game of the year for you. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Far Cry 4 certainly, um, Certainly it was worth that pick for you. Mm, definitely. Um, so we're up to my final game now. Yeah. It's gone through some fucking magnificent games. And my last one, if you hadn't picked it yet, is Dragon Age Inquisition. Oh, really? I thought you were going to say um, it was uh, Angry Birds Transformers. <laughs> that was a close one. <laughs> but uh, no. Yeah, um, fair enough. Yeah, Dragon Age Inquisition was uh, basically with the PS4. I've been wanting 
Well, just in general, I've been wanting a really good open world RPG. Um, we had Skyrim a couple of years ago, obviously, which won Game of the Year fucking all over the place. Yeah. But um, in terms of um, RPGs, I don't really like the first person sort of side like in Fallout and Skyrim, you know, what Bethesda do in their games with the first-person view. Mm-hmm. Because although that presents the sort of point of... the perspective for you to be the character, you are the character, I much prefer a third-person view where, like, this is the character... I'm watching another person. Like, I'm. it's like an interactive story then. Yeah, that's Rather right. than you yeah. being the character, you're witnessing someone and... I guess in that way you can do stupid shit like murder fucking innocent creatures <laughs> yeah. and not feel bad because <laughs> it's not you doing it. Like you were going to feel bad about doing it anyway. Well, it's the same thing with GTA. Like, although I really enjoy the first person view, it certainly does change your understanding of the game. When you walk up and punch someone in the face in third person, mm-hmm. it's like, ha look what he just did. Yeah. And when it's in first person, it's like, look what I just did. That's you right. Know? Yeah. And so it's a lot uh, more kind of visceral, I guess. So with RPGs, I'm much more inclined to the third person view. And um, Dragon Age has always been one of my favorite game series. Mm-hmm. And Dragon Age Inquisition, they just took all of my expectations and just fucking blew them out of the water. Wow. It was so much bigger than I expected, um, but still with the level of detail that you want in a really good RPG. Graphically, it was fucking amazing. It was just beautiful. Um, The interaction between the characters is so well written. They put so much effort into the character building. And, um, you know, there's certain things that kind of got a bit boring um, in cause there's so, because the areas are so large, there's a lot of quests that are kind of repetitive or dull and things like that. Yeah. But uh, for the most part, following the story and a lot of the side quests were just really fun and it's just a great um, escape. Like mm-hmm. RPGs are their role-playing games. They're there for you, like all games, to as an escape. That's right. Sort of escapist sort of thing. And mm-hmm. um, Dragon Age certainly did a really good job by her way. I think deserved Game of the Year without doubt. Well, the good thing about it that, I mean, I haven't got around to playing it yet, which is definitely on my bucket list of games. Um, but, yeah, it, um, from what I've been reading and what I hear from you, they did a really good job of just being true to the fans. Like, they didn't try too hard to screw with it. They just made it solid. They kept a lot of the same lore. Like, they increased the storyline considerably. Well, the um, the storyline is a follow-on from the first two games, and they've made it, mm. it... It comes across as though they've had this plan from the beginning. And whether they did or not, yeah, I don't know. But it flows together so well with the first two games, and... um. So the first one was a lot more... I've mentioned Dragon Age Inquisition in previous episodes, but basically, in to go, get into it quickly, um, Dragon Age Origins really had the strategic role-playing side. Like, you know, in games like Baldur's Gate and stuff like that, yeah. back in the day where you could pause and make each character have a thing to do, mm-hmm. and press play and let them all do it. Yeah. And, and then, then 
your pause again. Yeah. But you also had this um, sort of AI control in Dragon Age Origins where you could set, say, when a party member's health drops below 50%, cast a healing spell. Or mm-hmm. when your healer is being attacked, use a taunt on the enemy that's attacking them to pull them away, you know? And you could do that for individual characters, yeah, which really meant that you didn't have to pause it as often, but that's you could right. still control everyone really well. Then uh, Dragon Age Origins kind of didn't get that good of a... a I guess, pick up from the fans, mm-hmm. from players, because yeah. it was so intellectual mm-hmm. in that yeah. way. So Dragon Age 2, they really dumbed it down. They removed most of that and made it a lot more linear in the story. Instead mm-hmm. of you creating a character, you basically, you're Started this guy and you're following this yeah. guy's story. Mm-hmm. And then in the third one, Dragon Age Inquisition, they've sort of gone half and half. You create your own character... And so you've, you're back to be able to create your own character, which is good. And then you've got um, the sort of AI stuff is there, but it's not a, it's not there in the depth that I would like it. Mm-hmm. Now all there is is like when your your own health drops, you have to this you like select a percentage oh, at okay. which point they'll drink a health potion or something. Yeah. So you don't have that that depth of control, but it's still better than nothing and. Mm. The actual AI of your party members works quite well anyway. They're quite intelligent in the way that they cast spells and do things. And you can still select what skills each character has so you can sort of define what their play style is going to be. Yeah. But um, it's just... Oh, that's pretty sweet. It's just really well done. Yeah. For anyone who's a role-playing game fan, Dragon Age Inquisition is the one for you for this year, I think. And even Far Cry 4 is really a role-playing game at the bottom level because you've got all of the the skills and stuff that you, you pick up. I mean, it's mm. more, way more action RPG. Yeah, very much so. Than yeah. sort of character-driven like Dragon Age. But um, yeah, I think Dragon Age Inquisition is definitely a game to pick up for anyone who is an RPG fan, without mm-hmm. doubt. Yeah. I mean, the RPG side of, of Far Cry was fairly limited, which is a bit of a shame. But, I mean, you did have the ability to upgrade your stuff to be able to, you know, craft more carrying ability or, you know, not carrying yeah. ability, but a bigger backpack or whatever. Yeah. Um, but it really didn't make much difference at all. Yeah. I yeah, guess that's the, the kind of yeah. RP elements that are in most games these days yeah yeah and then you get the ones that are full rpg that's right like like dragon age inquisition and like next year is going to be the witcher and Mm -hmm. um pillars of eternity is a new pc game that's going to come out next year which i backed on kickstarter Uh, (laughs) so i'm obviously a little bit biased on that but it's from the guys who made Baldur's gate and stuff sweet so that's going to be fucking awesome as well yeah. so but anyway so that's game of the year choices far cry 4 and dragon age inquisition mm-hmm. yep and i mean there was some big gaps in our stories really uh there was a few games that we didn't get to um like we said at the start neither of us really played much more than playstation games even though they were cross platform yeah. and whatever um but we, there was some exclusive games for Xbox that obviously we and didn't try. And even Wii U. I mean, Super Smash Brothers. Yeah, true. And mm-hmm. um, I think Pikmin 3 came out this year. And there was yeah. a, 
there was a Mario Kart 8. There was new Pokemon games. You know, there were yeah. so many fucking games this year exactly. on other consoles. I mean, Sunset Overdrive on Xbox One looked quite good. I, was, I haven't heard too much of it. Yeah, it kind of, that definitely went under the radar. But what I have heard is that it was really well made yep. and, and quite a good game. But, um, you know, there's other big games that are worth mentioning, which we haven't mentioned. And I know in Game of the Year podcasts in the past, we've kind of rambled on once we get through our own choices and start listing all the fucking other games. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> but very true. I think ones that we have played... I mean, obviously, you haven't played Dragon Age. I haven't played Far Cry 4 very much. Yeah. Um, you haven't played Drive Club, Sleeping Dogs, mm-hmm. Middle Earth. I brought over Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor. Yeah, I'll be playing that. I'm um, super keen to play that. Like, So games that are other games that came out in 2014 that are worth mentioning, definitely Middle Earth Shadow of Mordor was on my list mm. of my five games that I was going to pick to talk about because that game was fucking awesome and it had to. I had to bump it off to make room for the others. But that was yeah. just... I, I'm not sure how it'll age, but in terms of gameplay, it was a perfect mix of, you know, the Batman Arkham series combat mixed with Assassin's Creed traversal. And then it had the um, Nemesis system where if a monster killed you, it would get leveled up and become a captain and then you could go and hunt him down or you could, you know... Your friends could kill him and things like that. Yeah, if something killed you, it would go into your friend's game and then they could kill it. Yeah, just, you know, really well done game that I think definitely deserves a mention. Um, Yeah, I'm really, really keen to play that one. Yeah, it's sitting out there ready for you. So you can play it when you're ready. Um, Watch Dogs, both of us played a lot of. Um, you played more than I did, but I, uh, I think I platinumed it. I oh, think you pretty did. close. I mean, I I would have got to, you know, maybe sixty percent of the storyline. Um, I opened up a few of the chapters anyway. Um, but I mean, yeah, that that was a fun game. That was uh, good. I really enjoyed Watch Dogs. Um, it was more than I expected. Yeah. Um, I think they did a really good job. I don't think it was quite as good as it could be. I mean, yeah. obviously... The... I think that a lot of it got dumbed down too much, like the tech stuff. Yeah. Yeah, like I think... Like they're... hacking, just to press, yeah. press square to hack. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that was kind of a bit annoying. And there was those um, small puzzle bits where you'd have to move things to join lines so yeah. they lit up certain yeah. areas. Yeah, the hacking. Um, yeah, I mean... Intense hacking. Yeah, it was hardcore, you know, but it just... Yeah, it could have been a little bit more. Getting money could have been made a little bit harder perhaps as well um, instead of just like running down the street and logging into everyone's phones and stealing their cash. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, and I did just flatten walking, it, by the way. But, um, oh, there you go. Yeah. And walking, you know, things like that could have been made a bit more difficult. But, you know, it's it's one of those things. Do they just go for pure fun and enjoyment don't stress about anything or do they go for it being a lot more of a grind and you know it, it's a really hard question yeah. it's about finding yeah. a happy uh, medium i guess yeah um, i'm sure like there was things like that that were definite downsides to the game but i think i mean it's pretty much fucking guaranteed there's going to be a watchdogs too yeah and when yeah, that comes sure. out I'm sure we'll see a lot of improvements because again, that was a a new gen game came out on old gen two. Yeah, yeah, it did. And um, that was really early on in the piece for the for the new gen games, current gen systems. Mm-hmm. So I'm sure they'll 
I mean, we're talking about Ubisoft here and we thought that Assassin's Creed Unity, because Black Flag came out at launch of the new systems, Assassin's Creed Black Flag, and that was good. And then they said Assassin's Creed Unity is going to be next gen or current gen only. And that was a fucking hot mess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, um, I guess they'll learn their lessons. But I think Watch Dogs 2 will be definitely be worth picking up or having oh, a look at sure. when it comes out. They, they'll hopefully be able to just do it right um, and just right off the get-go. Yeah, exactly. Another game that I played and really fucking loved, it was actually probably the most surprising of all the games of the year, and it came out really early in the year. I mentioned it earlier, South Park Stick of Truth. That was... Um, the, the development of that game had so many speed bumps. It was a THQ game before mm. they went down the shitter. And then it got picked up by uh, Ubisoft, I think, finished it off. But I think someone else had it in between as well. I'm not sure. And there was lots of problems. The South Park creators were directly involved in the creation of the game. And they, I think, had some problems with yeah, it. But I would imagine so. At the time of completion, when that game came out, it was a fucking awesome game. Um, surprisingly good. I think... It also would be a special mention for a game of the year choice as well. I mean, if it hadn't been for the caliber of other games, I mean, that's up there. Top top five, definitely. Wow. South Park Stick of Truth. And that's surprising. I mean, the, the comedy in it is fucking low level, low brow. Yeah. <laughs> like a South Park episode. <clears throat> exactly. But it's also really clever. And the game mechanics themselves... Uh, it's like a two-dimensional... It's like you're in an episode of South Park, except that you can move around and, and you know, interact with things and talk yep. to characters. And um, it's just really, really yeah, well done. It's got, a, it's got the RPG elements of skills and upgrading and there's collectibles to find through the game. And it's just really well made. I think if you're over 18 and haven't played it, and you don't mind South Park, um, definitely pick it up. If you if you are a fan of South Park, I would definitely recommend it because it is just packed to the fucking brim with references to episodes. Mm. Like you walk into a character's room and there'll be a pilot. You look in their you can look in their wardrobe, like Stan hmm. and Cartman and stuff, and you look in their wardrobes and it's just packed with like bits and pieces from different episodes and you can't interact with them. You can just look at them, but you yeah. go, Oh, that's from that episode. And Oh, that's the thing from that episode. You know, <laughs> there's packets of cheesy poofs all over Cartman's fucking room and shit like that. You know? right. So, um, South Park stick of truth is fucking fantastic. Uh, and, yeah. uh, and like, you know, for me, I guess it's the, the wolf among us loved playing that Loved the storyline. It was very well done. It was really solid. Um, you know, that was a really good fun game. Another Telltale, of course. Um, but there's... I mean, there, there really has been just so many good games this year. Oh, we didn't um, even mention Wolfenstein, The New Order. That's another no, game that I didn't Mortal, get to play. You know, um, not Mortal Kombat. What's it called? Bloody... Um, Call of Warfare. Duty. Yeah. Yeah. The most recent one, Future Warfare, whatever it was. Whatever. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, that it was still a good game. You know, it was still fun to play. I didn't particularly enjoy it as much as some of the other games I've played. Advanced but... Warfare. Yeah, there we go. That was the new one. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, that was fun. You know, and it's it just, I don't know, huge year. Fucking massive year. Yeah. So, uh, still other games to get to as well. 
Um, and I mentioned most of them before, so there's not really much point in going through that again. There's so many games. Like, even, I mean, I play a fucking shitload more games than you, and there's still games like Wolfenstein. I really want to play that. All I've heard is good things about it. Mm-hmm. Another game that's like a, an old series being picked up again, and you have low expectations. You think, oh, it's just another Wolfenstein game, and then... Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. Oh, I know what you mean. There's just so many games that uh, we haven't even got to yet. That So, yeah, we're yeah. looking forward to finishing those before the new ones of next year, which oh. uh, there is a big list of, and it's growing pretty quickly. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we already mentioned too. a couple so far, like Star Wars Battlefront and stuff like that, but yeah. um, we'll save that for our first episode of 2015, I think. Yeah, I think that's so a good idea. We're kind of dragging on here. Yeah, and we'll just we'll try and find out what we can about those and you know give as much info as we can. Yeah. So anyway, that was our game of the year um, podcast for 2014. Whoop, whoop. We made um, it, guys. We made it. That's our yes. fourth one, I think. Yeah, it would be. And episode 73 next week. That's a huge number. So <laughs> it's next been a, week. It's, it's been, been a slow year. four years. Yeah, you might get that one next year. Yeah, you um, definitely will. You might even get this one next year. <laughs> <laughs> for Christmas yeah. alright anyway so we'll leave it there thank you again for listening send us your game of the year lists let us know what you liked about those games yeah. hit um, us up in the comments on Facebook and just let us know what your game of the year picks were yeah and tell us you know games that we completely overlooked yeah um, what did we fucking miss because we're dickheads yeah exactly <laughs> if you were sitting there getting all red faced and punching the steering wheel while you're driving to work send us a fucking email and tell us that we missed this game like I hadn't, I had to mention, you know, the Angry Birds Transformers. I had no yeah, choice. Exactly. So yeah, um, but anyway, um, yeah, get in contact with us, uh, and that's a, a show from me. Thank you very yeah. much for listening. Hope you enjoyed the show. Have See. a great New Year's. Yeah, Happy New Year, guys. Don't get too pissed, or if you do, Hit don't us up on, just uh, somewhere. Try to not. <laughs> just try to don't. Just don't do anything silly. Yeah, don't don't drunk text your ex. That's yeah. always good. Yeah. And don't, um, like, get naked in public. Probably. Yeah, unless it's near my house. <laughs> and you're a hot chick. Or a hot dude. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's anyway. near Matt's house. All right. All right. Thanks for listening. See ya. Bye.